Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, motherfuckers, and welcome along to the Killionaire Winner's Circle, heat one of three. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to compare, contrast and vote for our favourite people who have made it through to the winner's circle in this season of Killionaire Television. We've got some hot contestants, Guy Montgomery. We've got some smart people. We've got some pretty people. And we've got some dastardly plans. Yeah. Basically, we have gathered all of the data presented to us, the inventors of Killionaire TV. We will pit, or have already pit, your ideas against each other only the cream has risen to the top. The milk, while still delicious, remains at the bottom of the jug. We're not fucking around with the milk, though. Today is about winners. So, let us check out from the first episode the pitch belonging to... Joe! Okay, uh, I'm going to start with a question to you fellas. Love this. Very Shark Tank. <laughs> When, when was the last time you, you read or heard news about the Amazon rainforest that made you feel good? Well, I don't remember that in my lifetime, Joe. My, me neither. No, no. Never I hear you say? That's right. It's always, ah, oh, the Amazon's on fire. Ah, oh, the lungs of our planet are dying at a rate humanity will never recover from. It's a fact that just creating a large chunk of Earth's breathable oxygen isn't enough to make me give a shit about the Amazon rainforest. Do you know what will make people give a shit? What? Give it an economy. Get it producing what people really need, which is jobs, consumable products, and most importantly, fat stacks for Jeff. That's right, I'm pitching <laughs> we create the first corporate wonder of the world and turn the Amazon rainforest <laughs> into Amazon's main fulfillment center. It's an easy sell for Brazil. They're sick of that big old waste of land. It's not producing anything. And it's an easy sell for Amazon. What with all the great PR and cheap monkey-led workforce that's up for offer. <laughs> the idea itself is to hang as much shelving on the trees as possible and cram said shelves with products and a system of colored lights. We then train and send out teams of monkeys called rainbows each <laughs> sorry. Each, <laughs> each rainbow contains seven monkeys, each trained to grab 
a product when they see a certain coloured light by said product. They then bring it to the package, bring it to be packaged, receive a banana as a reward, and a tax-free payment. Amazon people will love that. I estimate you could have as many as 15 rainbows working at once on each square mile of the Amazon Rain Fulfillment Center. Um, I just think Sorry, about Joe. all the... Yeah? Could you just give me that uh, 15 rainbows per square, what was it? Each square mile of the Amazon Rain Fulfillment Center. That's, that's what I'm calling it. Sorry, continue. Um, okay, uh, just think about all the fire suppression needed in a location with so much sweet inventory. Did somebody say, no more forest fires? And what about the Aboriginal people who call the Amazon rainforest their home? Don't you mean, what about the customer experience managers of the Amazon Fulfillment Center that call this corporation family? I think they're doing all right. How do we go about killing Jeff once all this amazing PR and monkey hijinks earns him an easy trill? Well, I met a man called Coco at the British Wildlife Centre and he has his very own trained monkey. They're trained for a very different reason. We slip Claire the Gibbon into the Grand Amazon for, for a Fulfillment Centre and when Bezos inevitably goes for a visit, old Claire gets the work. Now, I, I know you, you might be thinking, but Coco has reassured me often that Claire used to belong to um, ex-Labour leader Jeremy Corbyn and is a strife socialist. Um, and has some real ideas for the money, but there may need to be a backup plan regarding a trillionaire gibbon um, and whatever fallout that may bring. But that, that is the extent of my idea. He has a unique and sort of ambling charm, that Joe. Yes, very strong out the gate, wasn't it? Episode one, and we've already got a, a tasty plan. Viable, smart, quite funny, I thought. Yeah. And politically motivated, also good. Hey, it behooves me to remind our listeners, and more importantly viewers at Substack, how to vote. And you can do that by clicking on the link in the show notes. And... God willing, I will have set up some sort of a poll where you can cast your vote on this first heat. So that was Joe. It it behooves me to say, Tim. Yes. Uh, what does behooves mean? Uh, let's not get into it. Instead, let's hear our second participant in the winner's circle. It's time for Dylan. Right now, just um, before I get underway with uh, the story... Um, I just want to point out that uh, in about 10 years, that's when um, it's estimated that um, Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk may become a trillionaire um, uh, just by themselves. And we haven't got 10 years. So, okay. <clears throat> we start our tale in Monaco. Musk and Bezos bump into each other when their super yachts collide in the waters of Monaco during the Monaco Grand Prix, which we know Elon Musk attends as evidenced in Iron Man 2. The yachts collide because we are driving them. My dad knows how to drive boats and his friend used to do fishing boats, so we install them as captains of the vessels. Legit. 
we also sneak on uh, to be crew to make sure everything goes smoothly. Um, because of the collision of the super yachts, uh, the two get into a heated argument. That's Elon and Jeff get into a heated argument about damage and uh, costs and um, you know whose fault it was. So I step in as my character, Pierre, the French waiter, um, and insist that they do this over dinner because arguments are best settled on a full tummy. Um, and it's at this point that Elon Musk realizes that he did have a dinner date with Mark Zuckerberg uh, that evening, who was also attending uh, Monaco uh, Grand Prix. But he decides that this uh, is a more important plan that he must pursue. Anyway, fast forward to dinner. Things are going well between Elon and Jeff. We're playing romantic music. Uh, candles are lit. It's nice. Uh, it's a romantic setting. Um, these two over dinner realize just how much in common they have. Elon leans over and asks Jeff, have you ever seen a raw emerald? They begin a worldwide romance, starting with a visit to the Musk family emerald mine. This trip cements the romance between the two, and not after long, they are married. The bond over their hurtful divorces, the loneliness of being a rich, weird freak, they realize they need each other. And they marry in an intimate ceremony in one of Elon's underground tunnels. Five years later, mm. as a way to celebrate their five-year anniversary, which the symbol for the five-year anniversary is wood, these two sp space boys go on a journey to Mars to plant the first ever tree on Mars, which is, I think, a very billionaire thing to do. Um, the trip seems to be going all well in the SpaceX shuttle, popping champagne bottles, um, singing songs. But what's that on the radar? A meta-satellite is on a collision course with the ship containing oh. our star-crossed lovers. That's right, Zuck, a scorned lover from the past, has aimed his satellite at the ship in hopes of killing those who broke his heart all those years ago. The two lovers, who are now combined to trillionaires after cementing their worth with each other, explode in fiery passion in orbit above Mars. Zuck takes the blame after an anonymous tip from a mysterious French waiter. That's right. I have been deep in character for five years as Pierre, the French waiter turned advisor to Bezos. After Pretty earning good. his trust in Monaco all those years ago, he hires me as his Alfred-type butler to be his right-hand man. Pierre is the puppet master, the voice in the air. Bezos trusts me so much that he leaves me in control of the Musk slash Bezos estate in the event of their untimely demise. When questions are asked about the mysterious French, French butler, he has simply vanished after shifting the money into untraceable accounts. I resume my identity and we do what we please with the trillions of dollars. Whole lot riding on Dylan's French accent which is pretty yeah. thin on the ground here oh, how dare you i thought it was pretty pretty good 
He's got winner's material. He won. He took it out. I, I'm, not, I'm not denying the fact he won, but... Yeah. From memory, Brad was terrifying as well. He was even quite scary just as a presence during that pitch. That's literally. right. Yeah, yeah. He had he, he, he had a set dressed and everything. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, Dylan, congratulations. Look, we're not here to influence the vote. We want no. you guys to make up your own minds. Uh, and two pitches left. That's right. There's two more to choose from. And this is our first heat, remembering that the winner from each heat will be going into the... Grand finale, head to head, two heads. There's three. From which only one winner can emerge. Three heads. Two like, boys. Yes. One assassinated trillionaire. Exactly. Let's check out our next winner, Shortney. Okay. Um, I actually made a PowerPoint presentation. <laughs> my Is God. Is it right if I share my screen? <laughs> I would love that. I, I don't know if that's technically okay. possible, but if you've found a way... I'm delighted. Um, I think it is. Everybody say a collective prayer for the internet. <laughs> a collective prayer for the internet. Dear internet. <laughs> Please. Please. We, we beseech you and we thank you for the gifts that you've given us. Geocities. Neopets. Oh, it's here. How to commit a fake murder in parenthesis. Wow. Fantastic. It's, it's fake. All right. Uh, uh, for, okay. for our audio only uh Joiners as well, Courtney. If you, Shortney, sorry, if you wouldn't mind, um, it says by Courtney on the picture. That's why I got a bit yeah. flustered. If you wouldn't mind, just visually describing what we're looking at here as well. Um, if you had to tell a cutesy kindergarten class to make a murder plan on a PowerPoint presentation, and you just gave them crayons and somehow uploaded that to Google, this is what you're looking at. Fantastic. Perfect. <laughs> All right, so hello. Uh, my name is Courtney. You can call me Shortney, though, on the account that I'm only five feet tall, which is 1.524 meters. I'm pretty sure. Had to Google it, so if that's wrong, blame Google. Uh, but you know what that makes me? Assassin-sized. Oh. So without further ado, yeah, yeah I can get into those vents. Uh, let's get into my flawless murder plan, which is totally a joke. Um, so we'll start with who the target is, then how we'll help to get them to that trillionaire status, and then finally the ultimate comedy murder plot. So first off, the target. Uh, I figured it should be probably Mark Zuckerberg. Um, I don't know much about him, I'll be honest, um, because we're kind of on a budget, I'm a budget assassin, okay, great assassins know their targets, I have thoughts, uh, I'm pretty sure he's greedy. I think you have to be to have a net worth of $187 million by now, or billion dollars. Uh, I think he wants to be a robot. That's not confirmed, but I will start that conspiracy theory like later on Reddit. And I think he's obsessed with escapism, especially mm. because of the metaverse recently coming mm. out. But how do we get there to escape this world? With a trillion dollars. Let's talk about fundraising, y'all. Let's get those wallets open, okay? The metaverse. Bringing socially awkward crab people like myself with the agoraphobes of the virtual world. But how will a bunch of nerds be ripped from their hard-earned money to help Zuckerboy reach trillionaire status? The same way he probably already will reach trillionaire status. Targeted ads and gaslighting. So, deep in the metaverse, as you wander around your living room, you'll meet new people who are perfect for you. The love of your life. Your new best friend. The true AI soulmate that we have been all been waiting for. Once they're completely head over heels in love with the customized dream girl, it's time to hook, line, and sink them in debt. That's the American way. That's how we do it here. 
You know who would love those moon boots? Your new virtual girlfriend. What about those fun burrito blankets? I bet the AI we assigned you to fall in love with would love those. Is this incredibly devious and emotionally manipulative? Yes. But will it get you to trillionaire status? I don't know. I'm not an accountant. I'm an assassin. Now, the fictitious murder plot. By the way, I saved you a slide. You're welcome. A little bit of prep work. There's a little bit. Every good plan starts with good prep. Um, but absolutely worth it for the final product. Just stay with me on this, okay? First, we need a banner that says, Cash the Throne. This is important for later. I will explain. Don't you even worry. Um, I'm going to already assume he has a golden throne. We're just... That's just out there. You don't have $187 billion and no golden throne. And if he doesn't, he's spending his money wrong anyways. And that's all the more reason we should kill him. Um, we also need gold bars, which... You know, that's that plant of interest. I know. Don't you even worry. We'll get to it. We need a red spray can. We only need one, so that'll save the budget for all the gold bars we're going to need. And finally, most importantly, an AI wife. Now, I know what you're thinking. I can't code. Well, neither can I. But we don't have to because Marky Mark Z has already done the heavy work for us. He's already made the metaverse. See that? We already saved more budget money for the gold bars. And now, we are ready for a murder most foul. Let me set a scene for you, which I've actually made into a visual guide. Zucky Mucky is sitting high and mighty on his literal golden cash throne. The beautiful banner is flowing behind him. All 37 of his assistants have gone home for their legally required three hours of sleep. Not Mark Zuckerberg's choice, but he's okay with it. Zuckerlucker is bored. He's frustrated. And most importantly, he's curious. What is it like to fall in love with a computer? Is the AI software really that good? He puts on the VR headset. We got him, boys. This is it. As he's enthralled, learning everything his manic pixie dream girl AI program, trademark mending, could be for him and more. We jump out of the throne. That's right. Trojan horse, of course. And he learns human <laughs> emotions from a computer. We're busy. Stacking those fat stacks of gold cash around Marky Mark Z to create a pyramid of death. He's gone too far in the VR world. He's got virtual kids now, a wife, a job, happiness, fulfillment. But in the real world, he's got about 152 gold bricks cocooning him in a doom tomb. And for extra dramatic flair, this is the part that's important, we spray paint an extra letter on the banner. It goes from cash the throne to crash the throne. Oh. Boom. He's dead. We split the money. Clean getaway. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Shortney, you cunning bastard. I like hearing people talk about Zuck. Mm. I like to think about him on his birthday. Do you think he says, this is gross, but do you think he says this? Sucky for Zucky. That's that's yuck. I don't like that at all. Yucky for Zucky. Uh, honestly, the PowerPoint sensational. The idea of um, blending virtual reality back with an actual reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've done this bit, mate. Come on. This is like a flashback, a set of flashback episodes in some way, isn't it? It's like when the Simpsons sit down on their couch and watch highlights of the Simpsons. Yeah. Only arguably probably not as... This isn't quite legacy media like The Simpsons. Yeah, well, time will tell. Yeah. That's to say right now. That's Not right. us. That's for sure. We have one remaining finalist in this, our first heat. Please join us in reminiscing on the dastardly plan of Matt. Matt. Okay. So, you know, I was reading your, your idea. And, you know, making one trillionaire and killing them, that's a very classic idea. But I think we need to think bigger, broader, you know. 
We're in the postmodern digital crypto age. And we're also in the age of a pandemic that doesn't seem to be ending anytime soon. And what has proven to be financially successful in a pandemic? Spider-Man. Maybe the only thing. And so we now have to ask ourselves, how do we take Spider-Man and just wring profits out of it? You know, what medium of art can get away with highly inflated ticket prices? Broadway. So let me stop you. Yes, I am suggesting this innovative, groundbreaking first-time idea of taking Spider-Man and putting it on Broadway. So yes, we're going to take No Way Home and adapt it into a Broadway play. When I've heard of podcasters like trying to do like TV pilots and stuff and they get canceled, it often seems to be because there's not enough visuals. So I do have some visuals here. So we do have Jeffrey Bezos, Mark Zuckerberg, and Elon Musk. That is legitimately terrifying, Matt. I'd like to talk casting. Elon Musk is clearly Tom Holland. You know, he's young, quirky. I'm pretty sure Zendaya loves him. It kind of just makes sense. Bezos mm -hmm. is going to be our Toby. You know, he's older, and we'll get a little more into that detail later. And then Zuck, oh, where's, there he is. Zuck is clearly Andrew Garfield. You know, Garfield was in a movie about Mark Zuckerberg. It just all adds up. And now to get a little more mm -hmm. into Bezos and uh, Toby Maguire, as you can see, we have Toby Maguire in Spider-Man 1. And we have Jeffrey Bezos recently photographed. They have a lot of similar body types. Very similar areola shapes. They have very similar vein poppage on their uh, forearms. And just a very subtle hint of a six-pack. It's just kind of a tease that it's there. Mm. So naturally, he'd fit into... Like, we could probably just reuse the suit, is how much it works. So yes, we are taking all three. And that's my secret for this new Killionaire plot. Instead of developing a trillionaire, we develop three... 333 billion billionaires and then they all accidentally die in one swoop and we collect all three of their wealths now this is for two huh. reasons one as we all know bezos is a weasel we can't trust him <clears throat> he's heard of your plan by now i'm sure he listens to the podcast or someone's told him about it and we know that he's already kind of into hollywood with amazon studios so he's going to do some Hollywood accounting, maybe talk to Adam Sandler, figure it out. And whatever we do with him, we'll never turn a profit. So we can't trust him alone. And with current Twitter power on the industry, if one of them makes substantially more money, people are going to riot. They'll strike. <clears throat> but if they just slowly start occurring a little more wealth, we could get away with it before people figure out what happens. So all three of them are going to be producers on our Broadway show. And they will all directly pocket from our ticket sales. Obviously, Bezos is doing it for the clout. You know, he's divorced. He's trying to be that cool dad now. That's why he's in our show. Musk doing it for the memes, just why he was on SNL. Zuck is the harder one. But this is how we get him in. We sell our tickets as NFTs through his metaverse. We'll circle back to that. So I did okay. some math. In gray is wow. how much money we need to get to a trillion dollars. Blue is what Musk is bringing. Uh, orange is what Bezos is bringing. And yellow is what Zuck is bringing. Also, if you're more of a chart, the, this kind of chart person, I have it for you. I like the pies. Now, 
what's the highest grossing musical? Because that's going to factor into this. It does, in fact, star Cats, but it's Wildcats. It's Disney's Lion King, which made nearly $2 huh. billion. So it doesn't really affect our charts. It's that little black sliver. It doesn't really do anything. But that's old Broadway. As I mentioned, right, we're in the modern post-meta crypto Broadway. So we're selling these tickets as exclusive NFT items. So we can sell them at NFT prices. The largest theater in the world is in Spain. It seats 9,000 people. I looked, <clears throat> the 10 most profitable NFT sales were all above the $6 million threshold. So I, I think we could sell our NFT tickets at a $5 million price. So that means we could sell for each show, make $45 billion in ticket sales alone. In five shows, we would cross that threshold so that way we'll make up the difference that our current three billionaires do not make up. <clears throat> but since this is a meta show, audiences aren't just gonna pay $5 million to watch a normal old Broadway show. There has to be some meta element to make them exclusive, make it unique. So we're not just doing one No Way Home, we're doing five No Way Homes. Night one, there's just one Spider-Man. Bezos is all alone. Night two, Musk joins him. Night three, Zuck joins him. Now, night four is interesting because that's actually going to be our last show. But before I get it, we should start talking about the execution. And then we'll come back into our profit margins. I don't know if you're familiar with this, but the strongest shape in nature is a triangle. So our three actors are going to feel pretty secure swinging over the audience with a triangle rig holding them up. That's each of their webs. They're swinging around. It's pretty safe and secure. Looks good. Nothing can bring them down. So show three goes flawlessly and they feel pretty confident. <clears throat> but if you remember, we needed five shows to make that trillion. Now I'm saying we're going to stop at four. Simple. Because show four, we bring in everybody. We bring in Bill Gates. We bring in Joe Rogan. We bring in Jacqueline Mars. Seen here. We now have six Spider-Men. And their net worth is 141 billion, which makes up our missing money from show five. During the finale, we have all six stars swinging out over the crowd in a double triangle formation, which they assure themselves is safe. If one triangle is good, two triangles are even better. But if you notice, there's only one, two, three, four, five points. So two swingers are gonna have to be locked in here. At the apex of their arc over the crowd, this is going to crumble in on the weight, and all six are going to come crashing down in a mass of blood, spandex, metal, and their cash will be ready for us to assume. And I don't know, there's something about the math not working out that I don't remember having my fever broke, but I needed to make up another 80 billion. So we can sell merch. I did that math. An average ticket in the U.S., uh, concert is a hundred dollars and an average merch item is fifty dollars so then we could probably sell merch for 2.5 million dollars we would have a total of 36 guests over our four nights so if each of them buys just one piece of merch at our event we would make 90 trillion dollars which gets us over our hole in case we needed it and that that's my pitch for you fellas and that's it for heat one, those are our contestants in the winner's circle. I'm just getting a bit of paper. 
We had Am jo- I allowed to do that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm going to test you. Who did we have? Joe. Yes. What did Joe talk about? Joe <laughs> talked about the Amazon rainforest. Yes. Then we had... Uh, Dylan. Sh- oh, not, not Shortney. Dylan, yes. who pronounces it Monaco. Yeah, that's what it's, it's called. has got a French character and a couple of super yachts. Then we had Shortney in mm. her PowerPoint presentation encasing Zuckerberg in a golden tomb. Pretty powerful stuff there. And of course, closing with Matt and his Broadway baby. Yeah, crypto, fever dream. Pretty cool stuff. Those are four options that you can choose from, and only one of them will be the winner's winner of heat number one. So if you click on the show notes, you'll get delivered a Google form, if I made it, and you'll be able to vote in there for who was best. Will you win a prize for participating? Absolutely not. No, but one of the, one of the four competitors will be advancing to the grand final with a chance to win the right to. I don't know, we can say exercise their plan. I'm gonna. We're gonna make a. We're gonna make a thing. We're gonna do something. like a like a, a a trophy. Oh, we've got a. Um, then you get a voucher. Yeah, for Amazon. For Amazon to help. This has been heat number one for Killionaire TV. On behalf of Guy Montgomery and myself, Tim Bat. Go fuck yourself, billionaires. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.